Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. CBS Radio brings you The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunch. Pacing the floor and ranting and raving you here. You don't even seem to comprehend what a spot we're in. Yes, I do, but yelling like that will only wake Betsy to say nothing what? of the other hotel guests. And you want them calling the desk and complaining? It's 2.30, try to get some sleep. Sleep? We're supposed to be sailing in two days. You can't sail if the immigration department won't give you a new passport. And I won't sail if I can't give Mr. Wigglefoot a logical and intelligent explanation of why I leaped out of his office yesterday, deserting a staff conference of eight people that was especially I, held for me. I and... had to call you. They had me at the immigration office. They're firing questions at me, wanting me to sign some silly paper. Well, silly really, paper? I, I don't think the head of the company I work for thinks it's silly that my wife has been asked to sign a paper saying she had no malicious intent <laughs> to destroy government property. Oh, Phoebe, what well, did I do? I just... What did I do? I just trimmed the edges of my passport so it would fit in my billfold better. Honestly, you'd think from all the fuss they're making that I'd, I'd, I'd burn down the White House or something, really. I mean, you know, it makes me kind of mad. <laughs> Boy, I, I, I love women's change of attitudes. Yesterday you were hysterical with worry. Now you're mad about it. Well, you better take my advice. And when we get back to that immigration bureau at 10.30 in the morning, you'd better not get up on your high horse, young woman. You'd better be groveling with apologies if you want a new passport by Friday. Well, it's all Mrs. Houston's fault, anyhow. Yeah. I had run into her on Fifth Avenue here in New York when I just mentioned to her that I trimmed... Don't put the blame on Mrs. Houston, and by golly, we'd better get things settled with the Immigration Bureau in the morning, or none of us will be going to Europe. In fact, I may be going home without a job. People in free countries abroad, no matter what their current image of our nation may be, are curious to know more about America and Americans. 
The printing presses of the Soviet Union are working at full speed to make sure that the picture they get of the United States is a slanderous one, a distorted view of our nation and its citizens. The range of books distributed by the communists throughout the free world is enormous, and their sheer volume staggering. There is something you can do as an individual to make sure that students and interested readers are able to learn the truth about us through a program called Books from America. Take a look at your bookshelves. If you have American literary classics, recent American histories or geographies, modern English grammars and language study texts, these in good condition and hard bound, you can help combat communist propaganda. Mail them to Books from America, Box 1960, Washington 13, D.C. That's Books from America, Box 1960, Washington 13, D.C. Ryan, bring in the file report on Piper. P-I-P-E-R. Thank you. Good heavens, have you got a file on me already? Yeah, now, dear. Oh, this just happened yesterday. We I have three see... reports on you, Mrs. Piper. Two here and one has already been sent to Washington. Merely routine, of course. However, I'm sure you're happy to know that your government is as careful as possible, acting naturally in your best interest as a citizen. Well, yes, but I do think you're making... Too much of nothing, really, if you don't mind my saying so. Really, oh, it doesn't seem well, to... what my wife means is that naturally she had no intention of breaking a law when she trimmed the edges of her passport. Mr. Piper, I'm sure you know that ignorance of the law is no excuse. Oh, no, 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 of course not. It is printed clearly on the back page of every passport. This passport must not be altered or mutilated in any way. Yes, well, we, we know that now, of course. I just didn't bother reading the back page. I got my passport and I... Well, I, I just looked at my picture, I guess, which was simply awful. It I never I, occurred I, to you, Mrs. Piper, that it might be illegal to cut up your passport? I didn't cut it up. I just trimmed the edges, sir, so it would fit better into my billfold. Everything I cut off was just blank. There wasn't any writing or anything, so it you really know, I know that my wife realizes now that she shouldn't have done any such thing. I mean, I... Well, I just can't tell you how flabbergasted I was, sir, when I heard about it. Actually, she phoned me from here yesterday noon. I had just been called into a very important business conference. And I... Thank you, Miss Ryan. Go on, Mr. Piper. Oh, I was just saying that I, I was horrified, naturally. <laughs> Frankly, it's... It's put me in a very awkward position. I'm about to sail for Europe on business, and, well, needless to say, Mr. Wigglefoot, the head of the company, is rather fussy, to put it mildly, about anything that might reflect on the company. I'm sure you understand my position. Mr. Piper, this passport agency is rather fussy, to put it mildly, on anything that might reflect on the government. So I'm sure you understand my position. Oh, yes. Yes, 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 of course. I just meant that... The government has rules and regulations. Oh, yes, of course. They, they, they should have. They should have. I just meant that, that... It is not clear to me, Mr. Piper, how it is that you did not know about it. I see here from the report that Mrs. Piper said yesterday that she had asked you about cutting off the edges of her passport. And it says here, Mr. Piper replied, Fine, fine, go ahead, do whatever you want to. Oh, well, well, I did. I, well, I, but I'm just busy working on some company reports. I, I, I. Well, I'm sorry, sir. I, I, I was concentrating, sir, on, on some. Company. I see. I wasn't even listening to her. You had read the back page of your passport. You knew the rules against altering or mutilating a passport. Well, I, I might not have known, but I, I certainly, I'm just common sense for Pete's sake. Mm-hmm. You trimmed your passport with a scissors, Miss Piper. Yes. Which it says here in the report, Mr. Piper handed it to you. Oh, well, 
Well, that wasn't important. I mean, I just mentioned that in telling how it happened. Yeah. See, I'd been shopping and used the scissors to cut some string, and I put them on the table, which he was using them, so I asked him to hand them to me. I see. And it's true yeah. he doesn't listen to me when he's concentrating, and I, I don't want to put the blame on him because, actually, it's Mrs. Houston's fault. You see, she's a friend of mine from home, and I bumped into her on Fifth Avenue, which we thought was so funny, you know. Yeah. Because here I am in New York, and I run into somebody from home. Honey. I mean, you know, when you think eight million people, it but is just fantastic. Honey, I mean, never mind well, all that. Go on, Mrs. Piper. Well, I was showing her my new travel handbag, and I just happened to mention the wonderful billfold I had for my passport, because my husband always thinks I lose everything. Oh, well, I, I, I don't... And it was Mrs. Houston who wondered if it was all right that I cut off my passport a bit because she had a friend who once crossed off her age on her passport. Uh, she was older than her husband. And, and Mrs. Houston said you people were very unpleasant when you found out about oh, it. Oh, for very. Well, she said they were, said they were just nasty. So Mrs. Houston suggested that I tell you about it, and I did. I was nice enough to come up and volunteer the information. It isn't as though I tried to get by with something and then to accuse me. I'm maliciously destroying. The government has <laughs> rules and regulations, Mrs. Piper. Well, I'll tell you what I think of your rules and regulations. And perfectly Dear, right. please, I don't care. I... I don't care. I planned on this trip to Europe for so long. Now everything was all set. You people making this mountain out of a mole. Here, here I am, a law-abiding citizen. And for you people to act as though I'm, I'm Benedict Arnold or something really oh. just makes me so mad. Please forgive my wife. I mean... She's naturally upset, Sarah, but I can assure you, she, she never intended anything illegal. And what did you intend, Mr. Piper? I, I beg your pardon? Well, you see, I don't quite understand how a man can sit in a hotel room only a few feet away from his wife, claim that he did not hear her mention trimming her passport and yet hand her the scissors to do it with. Oh, but I did it unconsciously or subconsciously, whatever it is. I Now, look, by golly, I, I, I don't like this third degree. This is no third degree, Mr. Piper. I... We're only asking a few questions. All right, all right, you've asked your questions. Now I will thank you to either hand my wife back her passport or issue her a new one. This is nonsense. This is nonsense. We have got to sail on Friday. I'm, I'm going on business. Contacts have been made. I've got to meet certain people at definite times, at definite places. What sort of business, Mr. Piper? Export, import. And you say you have certain contacts to make at definite times, definite places? Well, yes, yes. Yes, well, I... uh, what do you import and export, Mr. Piper? Well, a thousand things that I can't see has anything to do with the issue at hand. Frankly, I don't mind saying that I am sick and tired of this high-handed attitude. Dear, remember what and you I, told and me, And if dear. it doesn't stop, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll do something about That's it. That's very interesting, Mr. Piper. What do you plan to do? Well, I'll, I'll, my company has important connections in, when in Washington. When a passport has been mutilated, there are certain rules to be observed before a new passport can be issued. Now, while your company goes over my head to contact its important connections, Mr. Piper, I shall continue to do my duty. We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. What makes the different sound and sound difference that you hear on this station? Well, it's the teamwork between the CBS radio network and its affiliated stations. This teamwork combines the far-flung resources of CBS News with local programming that helps you know your neighbors and neighborhood. It combines the star talents of Amos and Andy, Mitch Miller, Pat Buttram, Burns and Allen, Art Linkletter, and a host more with those special interest programs most appealing in your community. Heard on this station. Yes, it's a sound difference 
that makes the different sound of CBS Radio and its affiliated stations. When you take advantage of it, you're availing yourself of the national and worldwide know-how of the country's most listened-to network. Plus, the greater depth and perspective in programming this station can present because of its affiliation. Your listening post on your town, your nation, and the world is this station backed by CBS Radio. Don't settle for less. Um, Mr. Wigglefoot, I... What else can I say? I've apologized until I'm blue in the face. I'm sorry to come back to the office and dump the whole thing in your lap. Yes, we're just so sorry. It's all my fault. Well, all I can say to you, Piper, is that I can only hope this is not a sample of what to expect for you in Europe as you travel around representing my company. <gasps> Mrs. Piper, please. I'm sorry. I know it's all my fault. I'm uh, sorry to drag in the company right. lawyers like this. I apologize to you, too, Mr. Kepler. Yes, yes. you, Mr. <laughs> Williams. I, I appreciate uh, yes, it. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Williams, you better call Marlowe in on this, too. He may have an angle we haven't thought of. In the meantime, uh, Mrs. Piper better fill out a new passport application and then go out and get the necessary photograph. Oh, well, I can't have my picture taken now. I look terrible with all this crying. Look go at my eyes. Go out and get your picture taken. Yes, and be back here, Mrs. Piper, as soon as you have them. We only have this afternoon and tomorrow. Now, Mr. Piper, do you know anyone in Washington? Oh, no, 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 not a soul. I just got mad up at the passport office when I said that. Of course, I had to sound mm. off. And... Why, we do, too, know somebody in no, Washington. No. And Effie is a third cousin, a little old lady, who has a flower shop or something on the outskirts of town. Oh, go you and get what... your picture taken. Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. Aunt Effie, yes, yes. She once said somebody from Dodge Center mm. has a, had a son mm. who works in the State Department. Yes, mm. you remember. What was his name? Oh, yes. Oh, Higby or Higby, something like yes. that. But you can't look him up, dear. Well, why, the, that's why Aunt Effie didn't want to send in her birth certificate, because he could look up her age if he wanted to, and then he'd tell his mother back home. Everybody in town would know how old Aunt Effie Go is. Go get your picture what? taken. Go on. Get out of here now. Go on. <laughs> sorry, Mr. Wigglefoot. I'm, I'm sorry. Yes, I, I, well, I... Uh, Mr. Williams, you go over to the passport division at once. See if you can straighten this out. And if necessary, I'll send you to Washington to expedite matters. But for heaven's sake and mine, get a passport from Mrs. Piper. Forgive me for saying so, Piper, but I don't think I could stand it if you people don't sail by Friday. Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Ralph Dunn, Louis Van Ruten, and Ed Bryce and is produced by Walter Hart.